Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. And I'm Ricardo. I watched the first half of Street Fighter the movie. I watched the second half of Street Fighter the movie. And I've seen all of Street Fighter the movie. And this is is the the other half. Hey, everyone. Hi. Thanks for joining me and watching the live action version of Street Fighter. The movie. Based off Street Fighter 2. Tiger. Tiger. Uppercut. I don't I don't Yoga know. Yoga fire. I don't Uppercut. know anything about So that's very Street exciting Fighters. because Sonic um, Boom. Mike, you don't know anything about Street Fighter. Nothing. I don't know. I know the bare minimum. I know Zangief because he was in Wreck It Ralph. Yes. And I know Ryu or Ryu. Yeah, as he's pronouncing this movie. Because this was back <laughs> in the nineties where it was like, we don't have a proper pronunciation to go off of, so we are just gonna go just off gonna of guess. what everybody says when they're all these dumb. 14 year old kids. So, say, what is the proper pronunciation? It's Ryu. Okay, so it's not Ong, it's Ang. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ryu. And uh, I know M. Bison. Yes. Because there's that great video online where he goes, Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Which is the, the cartoon that actually kind of spun off from this movie. Oh, that's really? It's an American cartoon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas, uh, that's the thing is that uh, Street Fighter is a very Japanese property. And so when you kind of try to translate its ridiculous anime story roots into an American sense Movie like film or sensibility, it just, yeah, it just ends up coming off like, well, like something like what happens in yeah, this exactly. Movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird too, because this is back in the olden days, which I, I kind of liked where the characters would very obviously dress like they yes. looked in the car, uh-huh. like, like uh, the original uh-huh. game and whatever. Because like nowadays, if they made this, everyone would be wearing something that kind of looked like their costume, but like represents it. Very yeah. like like uh, like Brian, Zack Snydery. Like, I was gonna say or like like uh, Brian Singer X Men kind of right. all just black leather and like I I almost kind of like it because it feels like a bunch of cosplayers hanging out with each mm-hmm. other, especially near the end of the film. Oh, I bet the end of the film they probably get way crazier costumes. But yeah, tell me about the beginning of it. <clears throat> so I watched the beginning of this movie. You did. I did. <laughs> and uh, man, this is some early ass 90s movie. What year was like, this movie made? 1994. 94, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, Street Fighter 2 was released in 1992 and just kind of took, took off. Took off. That was the oh, big, wow. That's like the biggest so, fighting yeah. game really that, ever. Probably that year they're like, all right, let's put it in production Absolutely. Movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. It was fact, a huge hit. In fact, it's a, it's a weird coincidence that recording today, uh, it was announced that Street Fighter 2 is going into the Video Game Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York. Oh, very nice. Part of the next class. Congratulations, Street Fighter 2. Which includes Donkey Kong and Halo Combat Evolved. Wow. So they put Halo Combat Evolved into that before they put Street Fighter 2. (laughs) Well, you know, nothing's in order, right? Um, Yeah, so this- How does this film open? It opens with just straight up like, yo, this is Street Fighter. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Rob Van. Uh, Rob, Rob Van not, dang it, not that guy. <laughs> hey, man, sm- 420, bro. <laughs> no, Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van, Van Damme. Damme. Van Damme. So he's playing, obviously, a Belgian character, perhaps like a French character, right? Definitely. <laughs> Why does he have an American flag? <laughs> because he's not. Because he's a playing like, an American. His William Guile. Guile. American Colonel William he saw American. Why does he have a very obvious not American accent? <laughs> because America's made of immigrants, and that what's that is what makes America great. You know what? You got a good point. Uh, listen, so first thing opens up with a uh, TV report: Shadowloo has fallen. Shadowloo is apparently a Shadowloo, like Waterloo. Kinda. It's the country. Is it real? It's, no, <laughs> of course not. It's a fake, uh, like, like Asian kind of country, country like Thai, mm. maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. One of those. Um, <clears throat> according to news, it's fallen. We're introduced to Chen Li, who's yes. a reporter. She's which a reporter. Doesn't make sense because isn't she a cop in the game? She is a, an Interpol agent in the game. Uh, yeah, okay. she's a reporter in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, even though she doesn't dress like it. Maybe a, in the movie. a lot of people are a lot of things they shouldn't be. Yeah, in this <laughs> yeah they just. I felt like they're like, we have this roster of fighters. How are we gonna fit them? In the how are we gonna We're just gonna like in? try to figure out. Okay. Yeah. How do we write a plot? So that was actually half the fun for me of this movie. Is being like, how do they find this person? And they, the way they introduce each person was really funny too, because it's just like, oh yeah, 
guile. There you are. Or like M. Bison does yeah, this I was, thing. I was actually going to mention that the way they introduce characters in this movie is literally by saying their name about a second after they appear on yes, screen. Yes, yes. It's being like, Honda, you seeing this? <laughs> oh, I'm seeing this Balrog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just let you know, that's they did... Wait a while on Ryu and Ken, though. Yes. Because it, they're kind of our protagonists. I guess that's true. Sort yeah. of. It's, it's weird. It's this weird movie's movie. weird. But it's continue. a very weird film. So, uh, they talk about M. Bison. He's the gone crazy. He's a power-mad dictator. He made all his money off drugs. That means he's evil. <laughs> yes. Um, have they, they introduced who is who he is yet? Like, have they shown him yet? Yeah, they showed him. They show pictures of is him. Is that fucking Gomez Adams? It is. Raul Julia in his final on-screen performance. Really? Yes. That's sad. And also, I remember Gomez Adams being a very short man. <laughs> yes. And, and then I, Bison stands at like seven I foot feel two. like he is very obviously on a box like 90% Most of, the of the shots yeah. that he's in. I didn't, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. They apparently M. Bison has 63 hostages and no one can find where he is. And he's just at this point, he's just like showing off that he's like murdering dudes and throwing them into a pit. He's like, hello, hostage. <laughs> Cracks their neck and throws them into like a pit. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. Um, Why are you doing this? Because um, he is trying to ransom the allied nations, not yeah. the United Nations. They haven't the allied announced that yet, but yes. That in... He wants two billion, twenty billion, twenty billion, twenty billion dollars within the next seventy-two hours, or he's going to kill these sixty-two hostages. Or do what with? To build to build build his country, Bisonopolis. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. This. So continue. So (laughs) Chun Li is uh, doing. This is all during a news report. She's explaining basically the entire plot. Okay. And she find Guile appears, who's the leader of the Allied Forces. Mm-hmm. Is that what Allied Nations. Allied yeah, Nations. And Guile uh, <laughs> is like, give me that microphone. But I do want to talk to someone. That bastard bison. I know you like to look at yourself on television, you sick son of a bitch. So look at this. <laughs> and then he like does like a, like he like. Yeah, he does like his- a weird like. Fuck you, flex motion. <laughs> and Chun Li's like, no, you can't you can't do that. Get off the air. You can't do that on television. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Slime. I liked him immediately. <laughs> because he's just no nonsense, just like, I'm American, despite yep. my accent. It's <laughs> pretty amazing. And of course they say, Oh, I'm uh Honda's taking no who someone's taking the video. No, Balrog. Honda's doing Honda's doing the uh, audio and Bob Rock's doing the yeah, video. Who are these people? Chun Li's news crew is made up of the sumo wrestler character Honda, Honda. and the boxer character Balrog. Yes. Oh, and Honda instead of being Japanese, it's he's Hawaiian. Hawaiian yeah, he's Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's in the Polynesian. actual game, he's Japanese. Okay, which is weird. It's interesting. Yeah, um, it's also interesting that they have a boxer working sound. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> so yeah, so basically 30, 30 days for $20 billion, everyone dies. Um, this movie, I thought it was like 72 hours. Uh, three days, that's 72 oh, hours. Oh, I thought you said 30 days. Oh, I was no. like, shit, man. Yeah, you got, got plenty of time. time. <laughs> Sorry, you might, I might have said that. Like minimum forget, wage. forget what I say. <laughs> Take your time. I know it's hard to get that much money. I understand. I put myself in your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> they are very tall. But you can also look at this. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I know says we waste no time. This gets right into it. Like, Seriously. Just people just well, because they want to get to the fucking fighting. I guess so. Which, actually, I didn't see almost any of. Really? <laughs> No, this yeah, is awesome. I didn't see any of what? streets. <laughs> <laughs> so plenty of fighting, no streets. We're cut back to uh, M. Bison, his area, and he sees someone. He's like, oh, Carlos Blanca. This man, he goes into the laboratory. And I'm like, oh, no, if you know anything about Street Fighter, Blanca is the, the crazy green guy who has the crazy hair. Yes. So they're going to do some bad I- shit to him. I said he was going to be the embarrassed. He looked like the embarrassing Hulk to me. Like, <laughs> he just looked bad. Did you yeah. see him? No, I didn't see him. He looked so yeah, bad. Oh, I'm very yeah, sad we'll by that. We'll get to that. <laughs> so, he, yeah, he's not very underwhelming. Yeah. So uh, then we cut to Vega, mm-hmm. who is a guy. Who's a, a guy mask. with a mask. Yeah. He's very handsome, just like he is in the video game. <laughs> and uh, they got this music, rap music play in the background. I was like, yeah, street. Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, mm, okay. Yeah, and it's a, there's cage fights going. There are cage fights going. They're in like a cage arena. And um, you're going nowhere. We're introduced to <laughs> Ken and Barbie. Uh, and <laughs> Ken, <laughs> Ken and Ryu. Okay. And they're going to meet Zagat. 
who is another character from Street Fighter, mm-hmm. and he's running most of Shadowloo City, um, and underground. He's running the fights and stuff like that. He doesn't care about the curfew that uh, M. Bison's yeah, put it's, on. It's funny because like Ryu's like, "You got you better be careful. You there's a curfew out," and he's like, "I don't care about the curfew." And then there's over the loudspeaker, like literally a second like, later, curfew is now in effect for Shadowloo City, and he's just like, "See." <laughs> See, I don't care. Um, yeah, so they're like, okay, and he's like, I here, give me ten hundred thousand dollars, and it's like we already know this, so we'll give you this information. Yeah, because because Ken and Ryu are gun like gun they're runners, like, kind of. They're like really. they're like uh, bounty hunter type people, but what? it's like not really doing actually bounties. It's like they just kind of do like weird side illegal semi. Illegal jobs to get money. I figured they were just like normal people who got no, caught they, up. No, they're all this. like they essentially Sagat is paying them for a bunch of weapons that they have. Yes, okay. But he how they get their hands on the weapons? Because they're hustlers. They're fucking. Oh. They, they roll that they, shit, dude. Okay. So Very they're much. like, we got the weapons. Turns out they start right threatening to shoot them. They borrow to shoot them, and they shoot them. It's all toy guns, man. Oh, no. Toy guns. It wasn't the real mm-hmm. thing. Oh. Despite them actually not giving them the information. So they, so Zagat knew it was a. Uh, yeah. Zagat was already like. This is some bullshit. was like, I don't even gotta give you any money because we already figured out where your guns are hiding and we took them. And, Zagat got. Yeah. And then it's like, but they're toys. So <laughs> you guys, we're going to beat the shit out of you yeah, now. Right. So they fight. They okay. fight. And uh, of course. Ryu and Ted win. What? Well, now we cut to Dr. Dalsim, who's another character from Street Fighter. <laughs> Dr. Dalsim in the game has very long, stretchy arms, punches people. Uh-huh. What is he, he dressed like? He's just dressed like a scientist. He's oh. a scientist, apparently, and he's got chains that don't seem to really be very effective. Because <laughs> he can basically do everything with them, but he's chained up. He's still chained, yeah. He's a ghost. He works for M. Bison. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These chains, they hold me back <laughs> for the the deeds I did when I was alive. Basically, what you he's doing to change yourself, is he's torturing Blanca with psychotic material videos and turning him Very into a soldier. Clockwork like, Orange. Like Hitler videos. Well, just people getting executed and stuff oh, like no, that. Oh, no, it's Hitler later on. Yeah, Hitler. Oh, really? Like Hitler, oh, okay. There's a lot show, of stuff. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, uh, and Bison's like, what's the problem with these videos? He's like, He's not reacting to him well because he's not psychotic like you. And then he's like, push on the ground. I hate you, Dalsam. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, my loyal scientists will then do the next part. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> it's like big cartoonish uh, like bags of DNA. Of, like, yeah, DNA IV mutagens and like steroids okay. and stuff. They're going to pump into this yeah, green pumped. man. Yeah. yeah. He's not green. Yeah. He's, oh, okay. something, he's a normal man. Something I did note really early in the movie. I was like, Christ, they introduce a lot of characters very quickly. Yes, they do. Very quickly. <laughs> well, they have a lot of characters to get through. Yeah, they, they do. go through the whole roster. Basically. Yeah. The thing is, is they don't even stick to just the original Street Fighter 2 roster. They do the new challengers as well. So, like, Cammy and T Hawk are in there. Yes. As well. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> they know come in later. Was in there. I know Cammy was in there. Yeah, T Hawk is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why you didn't recognize oh, him. Because, he, yeah. Because he's very not T Hawk. Not T Hawk. Oh, no. He's very white. <laughs> so, anyway, Ryu is now in a cage versus Vega because Zagat is like, you're going to have to fight this guy. Mm-hmm. And then Ken's like, well, what am I doing? And he's like, you watch, get this information for next time because you're going to be up next. Okay. Vega's all handsome. He shows off. He's like, yes, all the ladies love me. But then someone rips off uh, the one the ladies rips off Ryu's shirt. And some ladies are like, ooh, Yeah, he's one prettier. lady has like an I heart Vega sign. And then when they do that to Ryu, she like looks at it and throws it away. And then <laughs> Vega's like, what? what? Everyone <laughs> loves me. I love the sense of humor in this movie. It does not take itself seriously. No, it does not, which is great. Yeah. Um, so they're about to fight. But then all of a sudden, military trucks drive in and crash through the fight, like crash through the, the cage area. Oh. And Guile's driving him and he says, you are under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay. <laughs> um, and they have this thing where it's like, good morning, Shadowloo, as they're yeah. going to Alley Nation. I'm like, oh, this is like Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah. Um, Comes yeah so later. it's very interesting how they're all... Like, everyone is United Force, so, you know, Giles in charge, but they have all these different representatives from each country. Um, and this is a great part, because they're hanging out at the table talking about what to do next, and this dude just jumps on the table and is like, yeah! 
and just is gonna yes. assassinate someone and Guile just like roundhouse kicks him <laughs> while he's on the table falls down and they do they kill him they don't kill him do they no, you like punch they punch him out. in the face and it knocks him out he's like yeah anyway <laughs> like I was saying I was like, like I was saying I was like alright that's pretty good too cool for school so all the guys who are in uh, that Sagat's like fighting cage area is now in prison mm-hmm Ryu and Ken are not making friends because, you know, they're kind of outsiders. Like, no one really likes they're not them. cool people. Um, and so they go and they beat the shit out of everyone because everyone's going to fight <laughs> One them. One part I appreciate is that Vega's been in jail for, like, a day and he's already made, like, a claw. Yeah, he made, like, <laughs> he made, like an improv claw. It's like claw. a bamboo claw his, that he made. Out his of his uh, a signature claw. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... But at this point, the um, United Nations, what are they called? The Allied Nations. Allied Nations. Allied Nations. They, I, they, um, that's what they're supposed to be. They're supposed There's to be the UN. United yeah, Nations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Allied can't. Nations are like, hey, we need some people to infiltrate and bison. Someone's trust, like, oh, we can get Zidigat. And he's like, no, nah, he's not going to like turn. Mm-hmm. We need to get some new people who say they're in it. So they recruit Ken and Ryu. Guy mm-hmm. offers them a deal, says, you'll be free over my dead body. And they're like, okay. Ooh. Oh, what's going to happen? So... They get loaded on. They're going to be transferred to a different prison. And this is a uh, uh, cargo hold with Zagat, um, Vega, Ryu, and um, Ken all on the thing. Mm-hmm. They, and and Ryu and Ken start, talk, start talking some shit. They're like, right. and they got, but they found a key. And they start open locking themselves. And Zagat's like, hey, give me the key. And they're like, all right. So they throw him the key. And he's like, cool. And they unlock it. And they go, and then they like break out. And they start driving the car. And they start driving all the prisoners out. And they're so going like, to drive yeah, off. So like, yeah, like T-Hawk jumps on the back and... Ken is like wrestling with him and he pulls T-Hawk's gun and throws him off the thing. So now yes. he has a gun. Now he has a gun. So he's driving off and um, Guile pops out and he's like, I'm going to shoot at this thing. I'm going to shoot at it. He shoots at it. But then Ken's like, I'm going to kill you and just shoots him. Bah, bah, bah. Oh my God. Hits him in the stomach. He's Murderer. Like, and, he and he's like, oh, like, blood, I'm dying. And he dies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I missed the very important part. <laughs> well, that's the very important That's even important. Actually, it's very important. It's just a funny quote. Because Guile has great one-liners. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, he does. Um, some pretty- when Zagat's like getting loaded on the truck, he's like, oh, I'll, yeah, get, I'll get you. I own this city. Well, I'm the Reaper Man. And you're out of business. <laughs> that's the thing he said. Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I remember I heard this line. I'm like, oh, my God. He has the worst line. <laughs> it's, so, it's so bad. It's amazing. I'm the Reaper Man. <laughs> you're out of business. Yeah, business. <laughs> I couldn't think of a good second. Get on the get on the truck. <laughs> so Guile is quote unquote dead. And at this oh, point, no. what are you talking about? He's really dead. Oh yeah, he's really dead. The and paramedic Chun- goes up to him and grabs his arm and he's like, oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, true, then who's the person I see in my half of the movie? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, Chun Lee is like, I'm a reporter. Tracking device and throws oh, a tracking device. Oh, yeah. That was so <laughs> Like, rolls and throws a tracking device and on the car. the thing is that the tracking device isn't, like, a sticky thing. It just kind of gets it caught falls in, like, the like canvas. a fold of a canvas. I'm like, yeah. that thing's going to fall off the second they go over a bump. Why? Yeah. It's a pretty big canvas thing. <laughs> Roll. <laughs> anyway, so we cut to M. Bison. He's talking about his dreams. He just wants to get like a really fancy building with his logo on it. It's all he wants. And he gets a message. And then he sees a message from the, Chun Li. Is this the one where he was like, the food court has to be larger? Exactly. All the big franchises will want to buy in. That's weird. All he wants to do is make a giant building with his name on it. Well, I mean, he obviously wants to like, rule the place, yeah. but he also wants to build the sick building. Right, right, right. Uh, with his logo. It's built in the shape of his logo. Yeah. Just like mm. the skull, skull the wings. With the wings on it. I love anyway, his logo. He sees a video of Chun Li because she's a reporter. She's like, Guile is dead. And he's like, Oh, I'm so sad. I wanted well, yeah, to fight him with honor. Thing. That was the thing. Okay. And actually, this is this brings up another point. Um, DJ is a tech tech uh, guy on his team who is the another black guy, Street Fighter the Jamaican character. dude? Yes. And he is like I was wondering where they were spending. And so he was like, uh, he was like, Guile's dead, sir. Congratulations. And then M. Bison's like, actually, I mourn. And he's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty good scene. But did you guys recognize DJ? He looks very familiar. DJ is played by one Miguel A. Nunez, better known as Jamal Jeffries. Best known as... Juana Man. <laughs> I thought he looked familiar. Juana Man, friend of the show, is in this I, movie. I blocked him out. I blocked him out. It was so no long ago. No wonder I hated his character so much. I was like, that's a fake Jamaican accent, right? Yes, totally. Oh, no. 
Wow. That that puts it all in perspective. Because there's that one scene where he goes, ooh, girl. Like, he's all dressed like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, why are dictators always trying to, trying to put us in dresses with buns on our head? <laughs> uh, it ain't the size of the dictator. <laughs> <laughs> it is the motion of the warhead. Can I get an amen? Jeez. Uh, oh, no. I never thought I'd see another So, yeah, so and Bison's actually sad that guy. Is he is very sad because he, he wanted to have an honorable fight with him. Mm-hmm. But they also can't understand why everyone calls him a dictator or a warlord. All he wants to do is create the perfect soldier to create peace among everyone because everyone will bow to him in gratitude. Mm-hmm. Not for good, not for power, not for evil, but for good. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what he said. That's the, an interesting idea. So he's, the thing is, is it's like, he's such a, he, he, Raul Julia puts such a convincing performance on that it's almost like, He's not that bad of a guy. He's just really. a little crazy. He's just yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. crazy. I'd vote kinda... for him. Sure, why not? <laughs> probably wouldn't have elections, I mean, but yeah. you know. <laughs> Is it really much worse than the situation <laughs> oh, no! we have going on right You mean now? a building with a giant name on the side? <laughs> <laughs> At least he has a big food court. <laughs> with Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... The news team is like, we got this sick news van with a tracker, and we're tracking it. And Chun Li's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break in, I'm gonna break into where this she has uh, such this, a deep voice. This rival tracker is, yeah, I know, uh-huh. yeah, because there's like a tracker tracking their tracker, yeah. Or something so they like got like that. some weird like second signal, like we're gonna track that second signal, and they break into the uh, AN, the I can't keep Al- track of this. Allied Nations, and they break in. She's got she got black clothes on. She's cool. She goes to the morgue, and she finds the homing device, which is some reason in the morgue, right huh. next to where Giles' body is. That she opens up and Giles like, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for somebody to do that. Yeah, exactly. And um, she's he's like, you're under arrest, lady, for breaking in here. And he's like, she's like, no, but uh, you don't understand. I'm not just. He's like, I don't want a story about this. She's like, you don't understand. I'm not just a reporter. I actually really want to kill M Bison. And <laughs> I'm also considering murdering. M. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she's and he's like, you can't be all wrong. I don't care. And they throw her in jail. But what? instead of going in the jail, she breaks out a window and flies out and gets out of there, escapes scot free. Good. You know. Um, where did that plot line wait. go? <clears throat> well, here's the part where the plot line gets even weirder because now they're having an entertaining event by, hosted by M. Bison and they're having like cool like people hanging out and partying and their main attraction is these two these circus performers and one of them is M. Bison and uh, Honda. No, no, Honda. Honda and Balrog. Balrog and uh, M. Bison, yeah. <laughs> yeah, M. Bison would never M. Bison is watching. Yeah. Balrog and Honda yeah, and are then doing a, like a weird uh, weird circus This thing. isn't a weird like it's like a, it's a like yurt? A tent. Like a giant yeah, it's tent? it's like a yurt where everybody's sitting on the ground like, oh no, no, they're sitting on like pillows and like Sagat's there. He's got a suit on. Oh, and fuck. it's funny because like they have uh, M. Bison has his logos hanging from the pillars, but they are made of like human bones. Dude. So there's like a skull and then like femurs coming off of it to make those the bones. Those bone layers <laughs> were dope <laughs> as fuck, dude. I would say the set design of this movie. Amazing. Is really good. What happened to set design? I thought like that, this? Yo, I was thinking that too. I was like, no Man, one puts any effort any into set design like, like this. this. No, it would just be a green so screen. Like green screen. It's so cool. It, like, and that's the thing. Like, it would be green screen, and and they would and they would put in a, a, a like a background that still wouldn't look nearly yeah. as you cool. You know what it kind of reminded me of? Kind of reminded me of the Super Mario Brothers movie a little. Yeah, bit. definitely. Yes. Where it's just like they put so much effort into making like this crazy elaborate set that just looks so cool. Yeah, like I want to live in M Bison's like <laughs> palace. It looked amazing. Yeah, the the tent was very nice. So anyway, they're doing these shenanigans and. Chun Li comes out and she's dressed all sexy and she's like doing like a circus thing. She and got her and signature hair bun. And Ken, and Ken, not yet. And, oh. Ken, and Ken is like, Ugh, Ken is, is like, ooh, a lady. So she's like, she likes me because she stared at him for like a couple minutes. <laughs> and uh, so they all do their thing and they leave because they don't do their grand finale. They said they were going to do. It's an explosive finale. But Ken is like, I'm going to go find Chun Li because she's pretty and follows her into a tent where they knock him out. <laughs> because you know whatever why not um, and then M. Bison during this time was like hey Zagat how about instead of money I give you half of this country I take and Zagat's like nah I want money <laughs> like, okay and he gives him here's the money Bison dollars yeah <laughs> Bison dollars and he's like what are these these are worthless and he's like no but once I take over Eng- once I capture the queen of England and demand that she uh, 
raises the value of Zagat or uh, bison dollars, bison then they'll be worth five times as much. Yeah, it's gonna be five times the British pound. Wow! And Zagat's like, "This is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. I don't want to work with you." So they get into a beef, and then got all of Zagat's friends and all of uh, Bison's friends on two sides. Mm-hmm. At this point, Ryu's trying to find Ken, and they they eventually break in and they get tied up. It's gotten Ken or and, and uh, by Chun Li. Chun Li's like, "Hey, I know I tied you guys up, but we're on the same side." I don't know why you did that. <laughs> how, do they, how do these reporters get such an elaborate circus get up? Like, are these like super undercover? I don't know. It's, it's yeah, weird. undercover reporters. I mean, I probably have some Shadowloo contacts. I guess. <laughs> So, I gotta talk to my Shadaloo man. Anyway, they're like on the same side and I'm like, okay, whatever. And I don't know how they get loose, but Ken and uh, Ryu they get like out of there. They untie, I, wait, do they untie him? I don't know. They just kind of like let him go. Because I because th- they don't know that this this falling out has happened between M. Bison and Sagat. No. So they think they're just walking back into the party and then they come in and Sagat and M. Bison's dudes are all both on like opposite sides yeah. and they're ready to- f- They're beefing. Right, and so and then, so they grab him, and they're like, "Whose side are you on? Are you on are you on his side or our side?" And it's like, and Ryu says, "Guys, guys, guys, there's no need to fight. There are spies everywhere." <laughs> they're like there, and they point at the circus uh, broadcasting thing, and they open it up, and there's like a whole broadcasting station set up there. Oh. And they're like, "Oh no!" And it's Chun Li, and she's like, "Uh, watch all <laughs> watch all your stuff get blown up, yo." And they're like, what? And it's like, we have all your weapons and things. We're just going to take them off and blow them up. And so they're driving this cart and then it's, it explodes and everyone well, runs away. This is the this is the first very good line by Zangief. In yes. this part. So there's so the, they're watching the broadcast of this truck go rolling towards like all their weapon Outs- cash or yeah. whatever. And then they look outside and they see the same truck going and then they go back to the to the broadcast and showing the truck going and they look back outside and the truck is going and they look back and then Zangief goes, quick, change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> I like Zangief. I wanted to give him a big old bear hug. That's funny. Um, what else so is there? Throws up. His face, though. So, uh, yeah. His face is all weird. He's, 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 very, very, ni- he's a very 90s muscle man. Face. Very much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an accurate. Just wanted to squeeze the little cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing blows up. What happens next? So the thing gets blown up. Somehow everyone gets caught. I'm not sure how I watched this. I think the thing is, is there was a weird sequence of like Shadaloo technology going and they have cameras everywhere. So they zoomed in on um, Balrog, Honda and Chun-Li's face mm-hmm. and they captured him and they all go back to the base. And, um, you know, luckily at this point, Ryu and Ken have like really good cover stories because they're just like, you know, ratting out people and doing all this stuff. So they're deep undercover now. Right. Um, and then M. Bison takes Chun-Li to a private interview, in quotes, which is weird. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. So then they all get split up, and they go different ways. And M. Bison, not M. Bison, ah, E-Honda. So we need, like, letters, so in, many front names. letters in front of names. <laughs> E-Honda and Balrog go get captured, and Ken and Ryu go to join the Shadowloo army. Right. At this point, we go back to Guile, and Guile's like, I'm going to drive a stealth boat. I'm going to drive the stealth boat right yeah. up to Shadaloo and I'm going to do a bunch of stuff. And it's like, okay, cool. And so <laughs> cut back to E. Honda. He's getting tortured. He doesn't cry though. And every time he gets whipped, he gets getting whipped by this big, strong dude. I don't know who he is. Yeah, he gets whipped by him. There is a strange guy. Hawaiian guitar. Yeah, playing. like there's like every time he gets whipped, and I'm like, every time he gets whipped, and he's not like screaming out or anything. That's weird. And then there's a weird line. Um, after the guy leaves, he leaves. He's like, hey. Um, and he says, "Hey, Balrog, give me a hand." He's like, "Man, oh no, no!" Balrog says, "Hey, give me a hand," and he Honda says, "Like, man, not yet. It's only been a day. Maybe after like two months." <laughs> oh. I was like, "It's not a bad joke. That's a pretty good joke. It's not bad. Not bad." Uh, totally Maybe some- after two months. Yeah. <laughs> He's giving himself a a buffer that seems realistic. Yeah, but also, how long would it take for you to give the guy a hand? (sighs) I don't know, man. It depends on how bleak things are looking. It might be within the week. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say a couple months or so. I would never because I'm not gay. Oh, 
Come on, man. That's, that's just helping a friend out. It's the 90s, it's man. <laughs> it's the 90s. You know, free love in the 90s. <laughs> Remember? Remember the 90s? We gave him a mixtape and everything. <laughs> I'll bid you this mixtape. I can give you a hand, a hand job, too. Uh, and I would walk 500 <laughs> <laughs> Stroking a guy to that beat. Da, da, da. <laughs> God. Uh, so anyway, that's he does, what I call the proclaimers. Oh, he does give him a hand, and they break out. Gives him a hand. Yeah. Do they show it? No. It's, oh, okay. It's no, it's like this is the most incompetently created uh, like dungeon because. Balrog is standing right next to Honda, and all he does is hand Honda his chain that he's like hooked up to, and they both just grab it and they yank it out of the wall, and that's it. Cool. I, I don't know. Yeah, they're just very strong. <laughs> anyway, Ken and Ryu get their signature geese, so they're in their outfits, like yeah. in, the, in the game. There you go. See, everyone's starting uh, to get because their that's outfits. that's what everyone wears. This in Shadowloo. Yes, that's what saying. I've seen no one else wear that. Yeah, well, well, like in this, this one train- room where everyone do karate, everyone <laughs> wears this. Exactly. And now they're joining the army. Um, so cut back to Guile. He's walking around, and I guess that's one thing that's weird. Guile's walking around at this point, like he's still supposedly dead, and no one's reported on him not being dead yet. The one reporter is gone. I guess the yeah. one reporter is gone. <laughs> the only reporter. The only only report. Report. I feel like I'm biased when hear about it somehow. Anyway, they're about to go attack. They're going to do the, the yeah, boat cause, thing. Because I guess M. Bison has this huge defense grid built up, so they're going to drive a stealth boat in there, knock out the radar system, and then send everybody like a, in. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I don't see any problem I with that. Know. Well, here's the thing. A British man appears and is like, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Hello. I've got to tell you, I know you're planning an attack, but we at the uh, uh, Allied Nations have decided that we don't need an attack. We're just going to negotiate with them and give them $200 billion to get the hostages back. And he's like, God's like, what? And that means, <laughs> I suddenly saw him. What? And that means you could just. What in tarnation? <laughs> Why would you I'm do American. that? <laughs> Why would you do that? You know what's next? He's gonna ask another two hundred billion dollars or whatever, and he's like, "Doesn't matter. This is a decision out of your control." And he's like, "Guile says this great speech to rally the soldiers." He goes back and says, "Listen, guys, I just received new orders. Our superiors say the war is canceled. We can all go home. Bison is getting paid off for his crimes, and our friends who have died here will have died." For nothing. But we can all go home. Meanwhile, ideals like peace, freedom, and justice, they get packed up. But we can all go home. Well, I'm not going home. I'm gonna get on my boat and I'm going up river and I'm going to kick. That son of a bitch bison's ass so hard that the next bison wannabe is gonna feel it. And then everybody really got hyped up about it. Everyone got really hyped. They all want another person to feel an ass kicking. Do it. (laughs) It was a great speech. We're fully behind you doing this. (laughs) We are fully behind you kicking that man's behind. Yes. So they all get on a boat and drive off with. How many can fit on the boat? Well, okay, I guess they all just. Where did they the go? Stealth, they got different boats. The stealth boat. The stealth boat is only Guile, Cami, and T Hawk. Yes. Is on it. And everyone else gets on their own boats and drives off. Okay. Um, so they're all very hyped and they uh, put water in that British man's face. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, dear. Chun Li is talking shit on M. Bison at this point because they're having that private meeting and she's in her own outfit now, which has got the hair stuff. The hair she's thing. Got the, she's got the long which, cut uh, dress yes. thing. Which, according to this movie, she doesn't even want to be in. She's no, just she been she put into it. it. So yeah. that means every time you play as Chun Li in that outfit, you're making her do something you don't want. She doesn't want to do. You I sick pervert. Yeah. It's you like sick it's, gamer pervert. <laughs> it's like uh, Princess Leia always wearing the slave outfit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. She didn't want to be in that slave outfit. It's true. She'd rather be in white robes. <laughs> I, guess. <laughs> I guess so. In small vests. In small so vests. Chun Li's talking shit. She's like, you know, you came to my village, you killed all my friends, you did all this stuff, you did all these horrible things. Like, you, you, it was just the worst day of my life. Because her, her dad, I guess, repelled an attack yep. from Bison at the cost of his life. At the cost of his life. 
M. Bison had a great quote to this. Yes. He said, The day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> yes, I saw that line. And I'm like, I'm in on this M. Bison motherfucker. This M. Bison dude. I, I love this man. So then Ken and Rio go to rescue, and now it's go to rescue, um, uh, Balrog and Honda, and that's the end of my half. And then they join forces, basically. Yeah, basically. Um, so I see the badass bone chandelier, <laughs> and I wrote down, this whole room is amazing. <laughs> there is a painting of M. Bison as Napoleon. Yes, on the Wait, horse. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. On one wall. I have. I but on actually. the other wall, I think, I want to own this painting. It is a painting of M. Bison in the style of John Wayne Gacy yes. painting himself as a killer the, clown. Yes. What was a great, the fuck? That was amazing. A, that was a great was, painting. And like, I, I, I think he lo- even looked at it and he was just like, in my head, I'm like, I'm imagining a bison going, why did I want this? <laughs> <laughs> why did I want a painting of myself as a fucking murderer man? But yeah, that's fine. And then she's, he's like, oh, I'm pretty awesome and cool. And then Chun Li just embarrassingly kicks the shit out of him, yes. like a like big time. She starts m- wailing on yeah, him. She like smashes him through some glass cases, and beating stuff. his ass. I'm like, yeah, fucking you know, girl power. Beat the fuck out this guy. But then all the guys show up and distract her, and he gets away and gasses them. Yeah, so gasses it's like him, like kills him, like yeah, oh. like fills the room with gas. Oh no, they get out. No, they died. Oh what? <laughs> so no, quick. it like knocks them out. No, this oh. is this is a lot of things in this movie are. Uh, Bat Adam West Batman serial, yes, yes, like quote unquote death traps in which they could easily have been killed right there, but no, they're just knocked out. They're For fine. instance, in this scene, <laughs> the entire room fills up with obvious white gas, and then the sumo wrestler, Polynesian man, yeah. goes, "It's gas." <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm right here too, idiot. What did he think it was? Oh, the fly machine went on on accident. <laughs> Oh, it's all. It's, we're in the disco room. It's liquid. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to Van Dam. It's a semi-solid, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or it's a plasma. You see Van Dam. He's in the, the boat. Uh, it's him, and he talks to some Asian army. Oh yeah, there's a weird character in this who isn't any Street Fighter. Character. I don't know who this man His is. His name is Captain Sawada, and he's just in it to just be Win it. random guy. Yes, he's just in yeah. it to be a random guy who helps who is him out. Like, Oh, we can't attack yet until you put down the that uh, the, the radar. Yeah. and he's like, "I'm gonna get to it." So then Van Dam is driving to uh, M Bison's thing, and he pulls out a tape. Now he's driving, by the way. I want to point out he's driving this boat. Oh yes, this was so weird. And he pulls out a little tape, and I'm like, "It's like cassette tape. Like uh-huh. he's gonna play music." He puts the cassette tape in like this little like hole, and then a television turns on, and it's like home movies of him. Yeah, it's like him and his wife with Carlos Blanca and like his wife. Uh, yeah. And he's like looking at forlorn. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? He's supposed to be driving. <laughs> this is distractions. And I'm like, oh, well, they probably are introducing this because later on he's going to use this tape to like turn Blanca into a good man. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. You'd think no. Oh. There's no reason for this tape to be there at all. Oh. At all. He never uses the tape again. No. But it does cut us. To, I wrote embarrassing green man Blanca. Yes, right. Um, they're increasing his muscle mass by showing him evil images, and then this rogue scientist man shows him happy stuff. Like his, him, yeah, yeah, like his family and Martin Luther, Luther King, King Jr. <laughs> All good. I want to point out. There's no other, like, there's no Gandhi video. It's just Martin Luther King Jr. And it's just him saying, I have a dream. Yeah, it's no context whatsoever. It's literally just. There's no other part of that speech that you I have a dream. I have a dream. And then it cuts to, like, him a is, wedding or something. Yeah, yeah, a wedding. And then his kids running around. All good parts. All good wholesome parts. So then Van Damme finally arrives. And M. Bison has captured all the good guys. And then um, Van Damme destroys some of the sonar detectors on the way in. And they're like invisible. I didn't understand this. And they're stealth. They're stealth. I didn't know they were stealth. And they attempt to destroy. Oh, and then um, M. Bison attempts to destroy Van Damme. And this scene. Now, Ricardo, I want you to yes. back me up on this, right? Uh-huh. So M. Bison tosses his cape behind him. Mm-hmm. And he, he goes that. down to this console with all these buttons and a uh, analog stick. It is a Street Fighter 2 yes. arcade cabinet. The the board the the board like control board okay it's like it has the it has like the 
the like map on it. Yes. That it's it is the Street Fighter and I'm like, 2. And I'm like, control. oh, that's a cute <laughs> reference for one shot. But they keep cutting back to it because he's using the buttons to release mines. mines yes. And I'm like, why are you doing that? They're proximity mines. Why are you releasing them? They should just be in the proximity of whatever would be near it. But he ends up pressing all the buttons. Yeah, and he just he, mashes the wall. And a giant explosive um, explosion happens. But just at the very last second, Van Damme and all the people in the ship uh, um, leave. But M. Bison thinks he's killed them again. Yeah, like uh, Cammy's like, oh, we're going to... We're going to be swimming in a few minutes. And then guy was like, then we better get a head start. And they just jump out. Yes. <laughs> so then we see the henchman uh, back at the scientist with uh, Blanca. Blanco? Blanca? Blanca. Blanca. Henchman stops the rogue scientist from pumping good stuff into embarrassing <laughs> Hulk's head. And then Blanca is released and he starts beating up the henchman. Now, here's the thing I really want to talk about with this movie. There is an agreement between us as an audience and a film, uh-huh. okay? It's all about visual literacy. It's all about understanding how a movie works. For instance, we have three characters who are trying to infiltrate a highly secret base, yep. okay? Yes. And we know that they're okay, and we know that they've escaped mortal danger, and they now need to sneak in. Now, we cut to three henchmen in full armor that covers their face and hands, and they're standing around in the middle of the woods doing nothing and being idiots. And I'm like, obviously, Van Damme and all the rest of the the, the, the gang of three that just mm-hmm. escaped are going to beat these guys up and steal their armor and then use it <laughs> to infiltrate the base. You think that's Gal's style? No. <laughs> you know what his style is? It's to bust in, kick them, and then just leave. <laughs> but they, they show these three NPCs standing around. And I'm like, steal our shit. What are you doing? But what I really want to talk about in this scene also is what's the name of the girl again? Cammy. Cammy. I swear to God. Cammy kicks one of the guys and she says, kick. Yeah, she she she's like thrust kick. What the fuck? <laughs> the Street Fighter. Is that right? I guess it's embarrassing. I had to watch this scene three times because I wanted to make sure she was really saying the word kick while she was kicking somebody. And, and the weird thing Just about you know. this, uh, what the, the weird thing, one of the weird things about this movie is that as the characters get more like beat up and like haggard, they get more into their costume. actual costumes. Yes. So like now Cammy is wearing like her kind of like And she's got the braids. Like, yeah, her yeah, she's got her braids out. She's got kind of like the lycra top going mm. on, but army pants. And what? then T-Hawk, T-Hawk has a vest open headband. Oh man. <laughs> and the headband, by the way, comes out of nowhere <laughs> to the point where Van Damme is like, what's with that headband? Does Kyle's <laughs> hair like get way bigger? It's, it's no, just, no, it's the same. It's just floppy now. Oh. So slowly but surely, all the characters getting into their costume. Mm-hmm. Van Dam uh, is uh, destroyed. Oh, so Van Dam breaks in to the destroyed lab that um, Blanco is in. Blanco is in, and then Blanca attacks him. But then he realizes it's Van Dam. It's his friend Charlie. And then he's like, "Help me, please help me." And then Van Dam takes this and he decides to put him out of his misery because he's fucking ugly. He picks up a gun, and then the scientist goes, hey, stop that. You don't have a right to do that to him. And he says that it's unfair for Van Damme to kill him simply because he has the capacity for good and evil. And I'm like, that's not why you want to kill him. You want to kill him because (laughs) Because you turned him into a green monster. monster. (laughs) Idiot. Dawson, man. A mutated freak. He's not going to be able to leave this island and get a job somewhere. So then also... Has a terrible payoff, but we'll get. Can't to wait. That. It's embarrassing, Ethan. I don't know. I, I don't know how else to describe it to. You. It's like bad cosplay, Blanca. It's embarrassing. The thing is, is like the the prosthetics are bad enough, like on the face, but then the wig the is wig. just looks awful. It's it looks like so um Frank in uh in Always Sunny when he was wearing yes. that white wig. Like the oh, big yeah. white it really wig. is. Oh man, it's like it's that only orange. <laughs> so then. This is the time when M. Bison calls for this monster that he's created, Blanca, to destroy all of the hostages. And so they lower this, like, pod down to the lab where uh-huh. the monster was, where Blanca was. And they're like, <gasps> like, they're all standing around. Yeah. And then the pod comes back up. And they're like, oh, shit, the monster's going to come out. 
and oh. then like these spikes come up from the ground. Yeah, it's like a big elaborate thing. And then the door opens and out <gasps> flies <laughs> Van Dam. I'm not joking. He flies out of that thing. That's amazing. Dude, it's it insane. Spice in the face. He like does he does like a like an upward curve with a kick. Yes. Like he is, flies it, is it out. a sonic boom it's not, kick? It's not a flash kick or anything. Flash, he's oh, just yeah. literally flying out. It looks it. like he's attached to string. Yes. It probably is. Yeah, probably, it probably is. is. In real life. So then, flies out, and he kicks Bison in the face. And this excites everybody. And everyone's all excited. Zankeef is there. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited. And I just wrote down, now this pretty much describes the rest of the film. Everyone is escaping and shooting at each other. None of the actors know how to fight or act. <laughs> yeah, if you want to condense the next few <laughs> like 20 yeah, minutes 20 of the movie, minutes of the movie. Ryu no nope. nope. how's the dog Ryu and Ken are leaving they're escaping together but Ryu wants to stay because he wants to fight and Ken goes I don't understand I know you don't <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing because Ryu, Ryu's found his purpose now he wants to he wants help. to help people he wants to fight so then Van Damme and Bison fight each other. It's fine. And then a bunch <laughs> of Chinese people. Oh, God, this part was embarrassing. Okay, so I think I know what you're setting up here. Go ahead. And, it's the tiny city. Yes. So okay, Zangief so, yeah, and... At one point, Zangief is like, uh, has the hero's corn and he's like going to attack him or whatever. But Honda tears off his shirt. Yeah. And he jumps at Zangief and they're now fighting each other each other and so randomly at certain scenes they'll come like crashing in through the side and they're wrestling each other and so you know the the set that had the Bisonopolis city yeah. on it they make their way into that room yeah. and so now Captain Sawada is getting um called over by one of his fellow like uh lackeys yes and uh, army soldiers and she's like hey come over here we got the security camera working um and he's like okay and he comes over and it pops up that room and it's them two fighting in, in this the tiny city, city with, with Godzilla, Godzilla sound effects going Okay, last night I knew you were watching this, Mike, because I. But the thing was, I was like, he's not watching Street Fighter because I heard Godzilla sound effects, <laughs> and like, because I was walking by and I was like, he's not watching Street Fighter, whatever. He's probably watching something else. There you go. But you're laughing a lot. Like, get it? I they're Asian. They're Asian, and, and they're, they're watching, watching this. this Godzilla yeah. thing happen. And then yeah. there's some wide shots between M. Bison and uh, Van Dam fighting each other to try to create that Street Fighter look. Yeah. It is so bad yeah. because none of the actors can fight. Well, and it looks it looks bad too because it's like it doesn't make any sense in a in an actual fight that people can only walk towards each other. Yeah. There's no circling around of each other. They're just kind of like so bad going and back and forth. They only did it for like a couple of shots, but it's so bad. So then Van Damme finally kicks Bison into some electrical wires, seemingly killing him. <sighs> yeah. Again with the yeah. media liter again with literacy of a film. We see Van Damme, and there is a lot of space on the left side of the frame for some reason. And he goes, he's like talking to the lady. To Cammy, yeah. To Cammy, and he's like, M. Bison is dead. But there's a lot of space on the left side of the frame for some reason. Uh -huh. And then all of a sudden, M. Bison's suit starts coming to life. And the life support system starts going on. And the CPR looks like his boobs are growing. <laughs> yeah. His suit gives him, like, CPR. Okay. And, and it injects him. him. And yeah, gives him adrenaline. Him, gives him adrenaline. And then, what do you know? That giant empty piece of the frame has M. Bison arriving into it. <laughs> and he's, he's still awake. And then he electrocutes Van Damme with force lightning. Because <laughs> yeah. I guess he can harness the power of energy. Well, that's the thing. So... Is that, he does explain so, in the first half of the movie? No, so no. that's the thing. Well, this this is the thing. So he shocks uh, Guile, and then Guile's like, "Oh, whatever happened to the sanctity of unarmed combat?" And then uh, and Bison says, "Let me see if I can remember the speech." Oh, he's like, "Oh, this this is just superconductor electromagnetism." Yeah. The say the it levitates trains from Tokyo to Osaka. It levitates, it levitates my, desk. my desk where I ride the saddle of the world and it levitates me. And, and he then levitates he levitates off the ground. Oh, man. The ground. And he's just like a video around, game. And he very isn't obviously attached to strings. It's, very, it's a video game, man. <laughs> and he kicks the shit. Uh, oh, no. So he's like beating up Van Damme. And then Van Damme just decides, you know what? I'm going to 
I don't want to stop. Up. <laughs> and then he just gives advice and a fucking roundhouse kick and basically sends him flying into a bunch of screens. Yeah, it's all kills the screens. Him. Wait, that's it? Yeah. That's the thing is like for like a good two minutes, it's just M. Bison flying at a re- relatively slow speed at Guile and punching him. And Guile has no answer for this no. until he decides I have an answer you know for what? this. I'm just going to stop getting beat up. I'm going to kick him now. And then he kicks all him and flies into the screens. While this is all happening, by the way, I should probably mention um, fucking Joanna man and the dude with the eye patch are escaping with money. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Uh, uh, so DJ is like, I'm going to get out of here. I got a promising career ahead of me in Juanam. <laughs> oh no, he's like, he actually does make a bad joke. He's like, I should have, I should have stuck with Microsoft. Oh, okay, because he's a tech support guy. Ah, uh, and then so he gets the money and he's running off and he runs into Zangief yeah. first. Yeah, Zangief. First. And Zangief's like, DJ. What are you doing? This part was great. We have to stick. We have to stay here. The the enemies of peace and freedom are at our doorstep. And DJ's like, "What are you talking about, man? We are the enemies of peace and freedom." And he's like, "You mean M. Bison is a bad guy?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "He's you like, mean, I voted for the wrong person." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "He's like, why do you work for him?" And he's like, "Because he paid me a freaking fortune to uh, do all this stuff." Yeah. And saying he's like. You got paid? <laughs> <laughs> Zangief was very much taken advantage of. Aww. There's this other scene where he's fighting Honda, and then just in the middle of the fight, Honda's like, hey, you know what? I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and he just leaves. He's like, Zangief unfulfilled and unable to come. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Zangief is just like, what am I doing? He's like, so then he helps him escape because he realizes that he's on the wrong side uh. of the whole thing. And he becomes a good guy, basically. And he helps him get out. And everyone gets away okay. And um, Jamaican guy... Uh, escapes with a box full of bison money. Oh, so valuable. Very yeah. valuable. And then Van Damme says he'll do an interview for Chun-Li's network if she wears a skimpy yeah. dress. Uh, I was yeah, like, that was weird. That well, was he, cool. it was established. Cammy said earlier, he's like, she, he doesn't hate women. He just hates journalists. The hate is equal opportunity. So but then that means. Also, it's very obvious the blonde really, <coughs> really likes him. Yeah. Well, like she's like Cammy. crying and goes like, what is this? And then, She's like, nothing, sir. Just some tear gas back there. And then uh. directly in front of her face, he starts hitting on and fucking like, Chun-Li. Anyway, I've, hey, got, <laughs> I've got the Asian fever. <laughs> and then uh, M. Bison's palace explodes and the whole gang jumps into a pose. And then Street Fighter comes on the, sta- on, on the screen and the uh, credits start rolling. Yeah. And it says, for Raul, Viacom. Because that was Raul Julia's oh, final role. <laughs> but you know what? That didn't stop them from having an after credit sequence. Oh, shit. I turned it off before the after credit sequence. Ricardo, what <laughs> if I told you when you watch a movie for this podcast, you have to sit through the entire cast. God damn it. So delete the whole episode because this isn't valid anymore. So the movie really ends with a shot of M. Bison's lab all destroyed. And then you hear a suit start going off <gasps> and it's like batteries recharging <gasps> oh my god life support systems coming back online and then boom his hand comes out of the trash oh my god raul isn't dead oh my he's god still he's still he's coming alive. back for street fighter 2 bitches <laughs> street fighter 2 face off video the game new- street fighter 3 <laughs> <laughs> when is street fighter 2 coming out the movie uh, oh there was already a street fighter 2 movie called Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li <laughs> oh, yeah. that was somehow worse than this movie. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I do believe you. This movie's a lot of fun. Yeah, that was, yeah. again, like, I made the analogy to, I think when I was a kid I had to convince myself that I liked this movie because, <laughs> like, I think I knew I didn't quite get it when I was a kid because now watching it now, I'm like, this is, like, Adam West. Yeah. This is Adam West Batman in which everything is just not taking itself. It's supposed to be a parody, essentially. It's not taking itself too seriously. It's a, it's a movie where the villains and heroes are dressed in ridiculous costumes, and they're not dressed in those costumes for secret identity purposes. Mm-mm. They're in those costumes because, because that's how they're recognizable. Yeah, at some point, for absolutely zero reason, and I don't know where he got it, Balrog has boxing gloves now. and He, he does mention he's a boxer. Yeah, but... 
but he's it's not like he carries those no, in, his, sure right. in his ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> where did he yeah. get them? Yeah. And what? It, and let's say, <laughs> let's say he did make his way to like say the training quarters or whatever, where they might have some boxing gloves. Why the fuck would he put them on now? Yeah, They're right. So he doesn't even beat anybody up. <laughs> I think he beats one person. He like punches let you know. one guy, and it's like that's Balrog. He punches guys. Man, yeah, man, this movie was fun. I really enjoyed it. It was a uh, it was dumb. Fun, it wasn't man. good. No, it's not a good movie. No, but it's a fun movie. It does, I think the thing is, is the fact that it kept its tone the same way, consistent, and it didn't take itself seriously. Exactly. The fact that it didn't take itself seriously helped a lot because mm-hmm. there's so many like video game movies like. That they're just like oh, it's Creed. Exactly. <laughs> Takes itself way too seriously. And it's just yeah. like just it gets up its own fun. ass about it. Like <clears throat> Oh, this is art. This is an artistic story with characters that we actually care about. But it's like maybe that would work for a good game. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter is a game about fucking beat people up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's no deeper meaning here. Yeah. Absolutely. This Any is exactly the story the derived from Street Fighter is ridiculous in and of itself. So why not embrace it's ridiculous. ridiculousness. In fact, the only kind of downside of this movie is I would say the story is, is better that, than Street Fighter V. <laughs> I was going to say, the only real downside of the movie is that they don't go full, and I, this is probably a budget thing or yeah. something, they don't go full, like, throwing fireballs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was, like, I was Ryu, waiting for a Hadouken. Like, Ryu does, like, a fireball motion at some but point he doesn't, yeah. to uh, Vega and, like, knocks him back, but, like, no fireball comes Nothing. out or anything. Mm, yeah, and, like, and, Dalsum, like, Dalsum is just a scientist, doesn't even fight. At the end, it's very embarrassing. It's really weird. Because he's been dressed like a scientist this whole movie. And then... For no reason whatsoever. Oh, no. Now he's bald. Oh, no. And his, he's cut up and bleeding. And his clothes are all in tatters. And yeah. it's like, oh, he kind of looks like Dalsim, sort of. It was really bad. But there was really no impetus for... Because in one shot, he's fine. Yeah. And then nothing happens to him. No. And then now suddenly he's just dressed like that. And so it, what and the then fuck are we going to imply that if they made a sequel, he would still be dressed that way? Like I was hoping at that? some point, like he got a hit in the experiment or something. That's how they justified his long <laughs> arms, long legs, oh, or whatever. Yeah. He but, does nothing. But ah, in fact, so the, he stops. He stops Blanca from being shot, and then at the end, it's just like Blanca's just like, "No, I can't leave," and he's like, "All right, I'm going to stay with him." So he's not alone when he dies or something <laughs> like that. And they stay behind when the thing blows up yeah. and they're probably dead. Here's my problem with Man. the movie. If I had a problem, it's none of these actors are big name actors. No. I don't think there's a single actor in this movie other than Raul that I can point to and be like, I've seen you in a movie before. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I remember you. In the late 80s, early 90s, like Van Damme was like a oh, thing. Oh, yeah, Van Damme. Until they Van Damme. Re- but then they realized it's like. Unlike like Arnold, he re- he really can't act. Yeah, like Van really Damme, like really all. can't no, act can't. at all. <laughs> I honestly was like, this feels like Tommy was so like talking yeah. all the time. But, you lost your boss. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're gonna cast people who can't act and who we don't recognize, get fucking fighters. Mm-hmm. Get That's people true. who can actually fucking fight on camera. Because most of the time, like Chun Li, when she kicks, she's off balance. Yes. Even fucking Ryu, when he's uh-huh. kicking, he's like falling all over the place. Uh, uh, Cami, her uh, hair is always in her uh-huh. face. Like the only one, and it's because his moves are very like unimpressive. Who seems like he can fight is like Sagat, and that's because he literally is grabbing him and kneeing him in like yeah. the face, and yeah. that's the one thing he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most of the fighting in this movie is really uninteresting. Really bad. But yeah. there was no fighting in my scene, so I like my half. There was no streets in my scene. Man, Rip so off. it doesn't really live up to the Street Fighter name. No, it's just. A, but it was fun. It's a silly movie. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so it's probably one of the best video game movies I've seen. <laughs> Definitely better than uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Remember the Mortal first Kombat? Mortal Kombat or Mortal Kombat and I've only seen the second. Or, one. I've seen the first one though, and I. Oh. Said, what do you I, think? I think this one's kind of better than it in a lot of ways. Interesting. Like, I think the thing is, is the. They rely on a little bit too much CG in Mortal Kombat. When True. It, just it holds up less. Bad. Yeah. This one is like, oh man, these sets are cool. Like, Dude, the sets are in this movie are fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's any yeah. effects that aren't practical in this, really. Yeah. Yeah, not really. So. There's some the lightning, man. Lightning. lightning. Yeah, but. But, but very is, barely any CG effects yeah. in this movie. And it's they're not as bad as like. What the, uh, the scorpion thing that is long yeah. to chase that guy. Or, the, or the, the the big dragon thing yeah. in Annihilation. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Maybe we should watch more uh, movies that are inspired by video games. Mm. Do you guys have any movies that are inspired by video games that we should check out? Why don't you tell us about it? 
You can email us at email at the other podcast.com. You can also get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, we also post there all the time, so you can like and favorite our stuff there as well. Um, and if you like this episode and you want to listen to another episode of us talking about uh, things that relate to this one, you can listen to our Mortal Kombat episode or maybe even Joanna Man, which is one of the worst movies we've ever seen. <laughs> uh, you can find them all at iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher. And while you're there, leave a five-star rating review. If you leave that review, that is a five-star rating, we will read it. No matter what it says on the show, no matter if it is, uh, I don't know, what if it's, um, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, anything, anything at all. Right. We'll write that on there and we'll say it. Right. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every line of dialogue. Ra- Raul Julia says in this movie oh, with via con Dios at the end. I, I'm I, man. Or, I didn't, what happened to him? He, he died. <laughs> How did he die? He had like leukemia or something. Oh, <laughs> Some oh, kind that's of sad. That's sad, man. Well, thanks for uh, bringing the show down. Ricardo. <laughs> Thanks hey, for uh, coming on the show and bringing us down again. Maybe he'll get an extra life. Or maybe, um, yeah, maybe he will. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, good night. Uh, no, wait. No, you need to say this. Ricardo, do you want to plug anything? Any shows coming up? Any? Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was, I'm just, you can you listen to me weekly on the Pixel podcast, uh, Pixel underscore Legends, Pixel Legends with one L, uh, other than that. Uh, okay. That's, that's about it. That's all I got going on. All right. Why don't you uh, take us out of here? Game over! That's now you're supposed to say at the end of this podcast, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.